0: Do I'm not quiet. say you're
1: starting to shake. Okay. I am sure. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do
0: it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not in. run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark.
1: I want to provoke the hell out of them.
2: Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast with the sensual power. <laughs> to lure Zach Bagans and his Mm. boys to a ghost off. I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hufnagel. And holy shit, (laughs) what a way to start season five. Oh my God.
3: What the fuck? Well, it's very interesting timing that uh, we've just surpassed our own Valentine's Day. Yes, in reality. It's very strange that we are watching these episodes many many years in the in the future from when they were recorded and yet somehow sometimes there's these strange moments of crossover the serendipity of it the kismet it's like zach bagan sensed out
2: there in the future that us his inevitable greatest foes were were being led astray by some (laughs) pop starlet harlot (laughs) named kesha (laughs) and he was just like "Mm, let me just dangle a little let me just remind them of what they're missing out on
3: starlet starlet harlot she's (laughs) oh man i want to have a starlet harlot themed party (laughs) and we all dress up as our favorite like slutty pop star
2: we only dress up as different eras of kesha but I don't know. Britney Spears toxic would be. Good. Yeah,
3: and like and like uh, fucking Courtney Love. Ugh. Could I be uh,
2: Madonna now and just like be like a <laughs> golem esque sewer creature with big puffy forehead veins?
3: It's
0: like, oh, poor lady. Fuck my mouth. <laughs> Ugh, I'm um, relevant. I'm very hot. They're
2: really hot. Zach, big, and since we were being led astray, and then just like a spurned ex-girlfriend he showed up to the party in pumps and jinko jeans that went all the way up mm. and he was just like mm, you thought you uh, you thought you could find something better well look at this
3: check out this long fellow
0: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> i'd like to wayside my way in to that long fellow, that long fellow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and with that we will begin talking about Ghost Adventures, season five, episode one, the Longfellow's Wade- Okay. Longfellow's (laughs) Wayside Inn. Longfellow's Wayside Inn.
1: One winter's night in Sudbury town, across the meadows, bare and brown, the windows of the Wayside Inn gleamed red with firelight through the leaves. Longfellow's Wayside Inn is home to America's most romantic haunt. This does not look right, and I'm not comfortable sitting here at all with all these couples. Three guys chilling Valentine's Week in a romantic chat. Yeah, flowers, (laughs) candlelit. What I'm trying to figure out is are there single guys out there that have some kind of a. Phantom fetish. If I lay down, what are you gonna do to me? I have a toast to make. It's Valentine's Day weekend. I know that you're all sitting here and having fun with your your loved one and you're kissing over here. It's cute, you know? But I do have something that that I would like to say. There's a spirit here of a woman that is is very beautiful, okay? She's gorgeous, and that's who is my Valentine. That's who I'm gonna hook up with, all right? Happy Valentine's Day. Hello, Jerusha. I'm all alone now. Jerusha, I want you to sing for me. If I can get that experience, that encounter, I'll go along with what they want. And if she wants love, I'll give it to her. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Okay.
1: Just a gentle lay felt like I was being teased. And in all honesty, I wanted more. It was like an old saying you can find any given item in the Sears catalog, and somebody somewhere will want to have sex with it. You know, you're not going to compete against me.
0: It's all you oh, I know, it's all
1: you. I never get any.
0: I know.
3: We may need to mention to our witches and warlocks that the timeline of ghost adventures is wonky as shit. There's been so many breaks
2: and and, and changes. Uh, Mandela effects are happening. <laughs> Who the fuck
3: knows? Right. So I don't really know. This is definitely not the original first episode of season five. In fact, this whole season is probably not originally season five. But because this is what's available on Discovery Plus, yes. this is how we're doing it. Um so if if you all are are uh, GAC history buffs and realize that this is not uh, the uh, season 5 you remember, well, take it up with Zacky Boy because uh, it's not our fault.
2: Take it up with the the hobbits of space and time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, you know what happened? Angie Joe. Angie, Angie Joe, Angie Joe came along and he fucked up the timeline with his anger.
2: We know canonically that that happened, that he came to town with his really big gun and <laughs> oh, shot <yeah>. Zach Bagans <laughs> and Zach Bagans woke up in a he, tube.
3: He fired uh, such a large bullet that it <laughs> it actually ripped space and time and uh, we should no longer be calling it the Mandela Effect. We should be calling it the Angie Effect. And, and Zach
2: is now cursed to wander. And you can find out more about that story on the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon. Wow, that's funny. If you're curious about what me and Eric are joking about in this conversation, then check out the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon. We'll have bonus content, extra skits, and with enough backers, even more Ghost Adventures related or adjacent fun for you, our Witches and Warlocks. So join that. join that. This episode that we're calling the beginning of season five because it's what most people have access to starts in, I don't know, probably the most fucking lit, made me excited way that I've ever seen because <laughs> I didn't know that this was happening, Eric. Me neither. I didn't know that this. we were coming in to the Zach
3: Bagans wants to fuck a ghost episode. Oh my god. So this is their Valentine's Day special mm. and the first 10 minutes of this episode are the most self-aware and self-referential meta ass fucking chaos. This is the most self-aware I think they've ever been, and I don't know if I support it. (laughs) I'm a
2: thousand percent with you. This is only the second most jacking off that happens in this episode. First things first, the splash screen at the end of the credits. (laughs) These are our ghost adventures. And then boom, boom, little images. This is Valentine's Day. And it like... The screen (laughs) looks like it's an emo girl's school trapper keeper in 2003. It's got like a heart made up of the
3: words Valentine special. It's got the blood splatter that gets a little kiss in it, which like Billy... Did you do this? <laughs>
2: All it needs is a picture of Fallout Boys, Pete Wentz and the words damage yeah. in chiller font and it would be perfect. Yes. Yeah, the little
3: that little uh, the little rabbit.
2: Yeah, oh my god, yes. <laughs> I'm already hot. I'm thirsty. And then They've set up a scene, Goodfellas-esque, as there's a oh tracking God. shot of all these romantic oh dates God. happening. Oh, and it pulls to our boys, and they're, oh, Eric, they're feeling a little uncomfortable being around all this this romance. Zach, he just doesn't know how to feel.
3: He doesn't want to have a romantic dinner with his two betas. This is This is below him. Aaron's stoked because he's just there for those bottomless breadsticks. <laughs> he's 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 all right. He's all for he's all for it. He's
2: got the three bees: beer, bros, bottomless breadsticks. That's four, B's, That's bro. four bees, Holy bro. Holy shit! <laughs>
1: That's
3: a whole hive.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that a helicopter? Yeah, Jeez, those are uh, those are carpenter bees. Okay. There. dude! Oh,
3: dude! Dusty, can we go inside? We sure can. Okay. I'll come around this way.
2: <sighs> this whole thing is a a sitcom-esque setup for
3: a flashback I, episode. Okay, that's that's what it is. It's the sitcom nature of this episode that is very disturbing to me. <laughs> As you said
2: in the last episode, we were just treated to the millennial ghost hunting experience <laughs> yeah and now we're back to Gen X who's <laughs> doing a bit of 90s sitcoms where people get snowed into a cab and they're like you remember when yes! Rachel blah, 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 oh my God.
3: <laughs> yes, it's the flashback episode. <laughs> oh my god, it's so weird too because the closest we've had to this level of uh, staging mm-hmm. were the the fake rake race riots. Yeah, this one is so surreal because they filled an entire restaurant with actors, all portraying couples on dates. With with waiters mm-hmm. going from table to table and all these people are doing the fucking weird extra thing where they they pretend to talk. Yeah. They're doing the like watermelon, watermelon thing.
2: Rutababa, rudabaga, rudabaga, rudabaga.
3: Peanut butter, peanut butter. <laughs> and it's so it it like this feels like uh, just like a bad dream. It, it this is a very Truman show bad dream fucking episode
1: this does not look right and i'm not comfortable sitting here at all with all these couples
3: oh and
2: i love these throws to the past where the the little gif of the breaking gack heart (laughs) comes to transition us and nick has my favorite nick moment i so far he drops a, a line and a look at Zach Bagans that has shipped a thousand ships on the seas of fan fiction. Oh no! Zach Zach is complaining about like oh this this place is too lovey-dovey for us and then Nick side-eyes him and says but hey we've been in some romantic locations
3: before.
0: God dude! Wink! (laughs) God! But we've been at
1: some romantic locations before. This activity was hot.
3: So they could have just left it at Zach sometimes thinks ghosts are trying to fuck him and sometimes Zach is trying to fuck ghosts. That would have worked for Valentine's Day. But then they decide to do this mashup of all the times they've encountered women being sexually assaulted by ghosts. And they set it to like, Royalty free porno music.
0: And they're, yeah. and they're
3: like, Pff, well, that's romance for you. It's like, you guys. No, it's not! They took it so seriously at the
2: time. Of course, Eric. At the time, it was like, oh my god, you got your butt grab. Wow, that's crazy. Now it's just like, isn't that funny?
3: Yeah, it cuts back to Aaron and he's like, he's like, seems like people are finding love in all kinds of places. What the fuck, Aaron? Not okay? <laughs> these are people descri- being des- describing having their hair pulled and having like being shoved ag- against the walls and stuff and he's like that's <laughs> yeah, real love
2: for you there's a moment with uh, I believe her name was Sarah she was the one that got sent down and like you know, Zach was like, "Well, it's a brave girl." I can't remember her ta- telling the story about her head being pushed down, Dude. but like Zach was giving her a look, like,
0: "Yeah, oh, yeah. that's
3: love."
2: Yeah, when it when a when a hand pushes your head down, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is a generally bad look for
3: everybody involved especially Aaron of
0: all people.
3: Well, you know what though? You know who makes them all look way better? Hmm. Chelsea Handler. What does she do on a Saturday night? Grab a bottle of buttery Chardonnay and go to the cemetery for a booty call? (laughs) No start doing the self-referential bit where they're like, huh, people have talked a lot of shit about us. Yeah. (laughs) Go to the tape. And they cut to Chelsea Handler trying to do a joke about the GAC, and it's the biggest fucking stinker. It's such a big old dump of a joke.
2: It's such an interesting flashback to that era of like television comedy. It's like you didn't have to be funny apparently
3: right i didn't know that talk soup was bad <laughs> this brings up the the joke on zach that refuses to die that he tried to fuck the incubus and not the succubus and mm-hmm. and now he's he's permanently gay he is gay yeah. now and everyone knows it and he is That's right. so embarrassed Honest to
2: God, Eric, when they cut to the skit that they did on Talk Soup God! about, I thought that that was a skit that the Ghost Adventures set up to make fun of how bad Talk Soup was.
3: <sighs> no, it was just that bad. That's how bad Talk <laughs> Soup was.
1: Zach, don't you remember the incubus? It wasn't the incubus. It was the Succubus. I was confused. The incubus is the dude ghost. I didn't know the difference. I felt something coming up in between
3: my legs.
1: And it was getting really tingly. And I thought it was the succubus. And if I said incubus, it messed up. And somebody had to make fun of me for it.
3: Gotta say. Made me feel real good about the about the content that you and I produce. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> if that if that's what's getting to them, uh, fucking the worst skit in uh, uh, of hit in history of talk soup. Our shit is woo. That's got a sting. <laughs> I realize we have we are filling a much needed
2: hole. That's right. It's like the hole that Zach is trying to fill in this episode. <laughs> This whole premise is that he's not a ghost fetishist, but this is the thirstiest I've ever seen a human being be for a ghost. And there's a lot to unpack in this first 10 minutes. They cut to La Palaza, Zach's blackout of that episode failing on Discovery+. Plus. Oh, they did! Yeah, they cut to Heather. You
3: know what they should have cut to? Hmm. Was... The, the fucking sex worker. <laughs> when, when Nick is like, we have had sex on this show before, Zach. Things have gotten pretty steamy. We have paid for intercourse on this show before.
2: We did lose a body in the desert somewhere. <laughs> this whole flashback clip ends with one of the low-key harshest Vetifications of Aaron. <laughs> oh my God!
0: <laughs> Ever,
1: yeah. Aaron? I don't know what's going Aaron, on in your life. I don't want to It's not good. It's not good. I too have had my heart, heart broken many times. You, you women can be brave. Oh, brave oh. I'm the one who chose not the guy over there. I've offered to hold you, I've offered to kiss, kids how I brought you chocolates, a muscle man over here an experience. This is this me? But what if you really emphasize, emphasize an entire lockdown, lockdown on romance? This is the place, this is why. this is, this is you? You're, 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 you're not gonna compete against me. Compete against me.
3: I never Oh, and he's like, "So how's your fucking love life, little bitch?" It sucks. Fucking sucks.
2: You could see the the shadow of a neck beard growing on Aaron at
3: this point. Oh my god. Why like that was so unnecessary. I mean, we've all picked up on it. We've all picked up yeah. on the fact that that Zach fucks and and Aaron probably doesn't. This is true. But this episode is so meta. They are like playing caricatures of themselves. This episode upset the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh fuck! It like
2: ruined it. It's it's not as funny when Zach puts his boot on the back of Aaron's neck if Aaron's like, mm, yes, Daddy, this is what I deserve. It's me. Or, yes. if, or if
3: he is like, so they're all so fully aware of it that it was written prior to the filming. That's when it gets weird. I don't. I don't like
1: this. I don't feel good right now. I don't either. I have a stomachache. To be honest with you.
3: Zach
2: toasts the room God! To all of these actors Oh! And declares that he is gonna fuck some ghost puss Dude! <laughs> while they're staying there Can
3: you imagine being one of these extras? You're like, yeah, no, I, I got this gig I'm just playing a background
2: Yeah, it's nice, you know, they're gonna feed us You know, get some craft services It's gonna be good It's gonna be fine And then you you get to sit
3: there while these three doofuses fucking like yell at you about how you're all getting laid fuck you I want to fuck ghost pussy now
2: it reminds me of the Brian Posehn story about being at a club and Dennis Rodman (laughs) entered the club and he just shouted somebody's getting fucked tonight (laughs) that's the energy Zach Bagans is coming at this with but at a
1: ghost there's a spirit here of a woman that is, that is very beautiful, okay? She's gorgeous, and that's who is my Valentine. That's who I'm gonna hook up with, all right?
2: Ew. We are at Longfellow's Wayside Inn in Sudbury, Massachusetts. Opened in 1716 by David Howe. It is purportedly haunted by the spirit <laughs> of a woman. Jerusha Howe, the belle of Sudsbury, <laughs> who the fuck names their child Jerusha? people just named their kids shitty back then. It's all weird stuff. It's like
3: the mixture of like three different names, and none of them sound good.
2: No, the belle of Sudsbury, the most beautiful woman of the area, an expert of the pianoforte
3: jerusha jerusha how
2: Well, this inn was set up by the How family. How? But
0: um, well, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> so it was set up Christ. by the How family. <laughs> and in this in 1716 and eventually drusha lived there and she fell in love with a a, a guest who had a, a prolonged stay an englishman who during their stay they fell madly in love and he was called back to england was
3: this henry wadsworth longfellow <laughs> what <laughs> That's from the episode! They named the place Longfellow because of a guy named Henry Wadsworth Longfellow.
2: Oh, maybe, and maybe that's why Jesher was so in love, because he was a Longfellow. How how much mileage can we get out of that joke? In
1: 1862, the poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote a collection of poems inspired by the Howe Tavern in Sudbury, Massachusetts these tales of a wayside inn so captured the public's imagination that the Howe tavern changed its name to longfellow's wayside inn
0: (laughs) like
3: the name henry wadsworth longfellow i i love it so much you know we're at a very interesting time in history where we fully recognize how evil the English Empire has been and is. Yeah. And how strange it is that a murderous colonizing people would have names like Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Uh, of the Sudsbury Longfellows. <laughs> Chip- Chip chip (laughs) Chipperoo, he's here to take your children as slaves.
2: (laughs) That's something that I was thinking of too, because of course this is like a beautiful setup, right? <laughs> this is chief period piece romance drama bullshit. A young, a young woman in the colonies falls in love with a brave English sailor who's called back
3: to queen and country, but he promises to return. I know, because she she desperately wants to be Jerusha Wadworth Longfellow. <laughs> Jerusha Longfellow. <laughs> and
2: he, he, it puts in mind right away... Like, like of a noble english gentleman but i couldn't because of the way my brain works just like imagine the scenario and she's just really into anybody with a different accent and he was just some ship hand
0: hey Roy! yeah you got the bangers in my machine <laughs> come on then love show us your minge whip out your lips Show us your fan. <laughs> Show your fan. Show us your fanny, love. Come on, do a little dance. Let me tickle the minge. My fingers might be rough, but it gives you your minge a little rub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just spitting gin on her and she's just like, Oh my god, oh, it's so romantic. He is so
3: British.
2: This is back when you could just say anything. Like, there's no follow-up. There's no evidence. He could have just been like,
0: Alright, yeah, I'm a captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh got! god, oh what's this? I'll let her from that queen. <laughs> oh, best me off then. Let me kiss you downstairs one more time before I'm off. Right. And then, and then a
3: giant cartoon foot came and punted him
0: <laughs> <It> off, <laughs> off off back to England.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of 2D bobbies with with bouncing heads comes into frame, and he's like, Oh,
0: oh what <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed a tendency for this program to get rather silly. Now I do my best to keep things moving along, but I'm not having things getting silly.
2: So we're introduced to the concept of this by Lee Swanson, the former curator At night watchman, <laughs> who immediately made the biggest mistake <laughs> of his life by saying semen in front of an adult Zach. Bagans. Oh my
3: god, he's such a fucking idiot, child. <laughs>
1: Ah. A young man she she met here who was a seaman went who away. A what uh, a seaman, a uh, a man of the um, you might call merchant marine today. Okay. So Jer- Jerusha uh, fell in love to a seaman, and this uh, seaman um... a sailor then. Okay, let's yeah, let's do a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, I'm the. Spit it out, boys. Spit
3: it
0: out. Come on, you can say it.
3: <laughs> the minute this ha- I paused it because I was so mad. Yeah. He's such a baby. But then you realize it's not just him. All three of the gack they are all on board. Oh, 100 percent This dumb, tired ass fucking elementary school joke.
2: This is a gentleman who looks like Massachusetts, <laughs> he's got blood all the way back in the port town, yeah. and so he's yes. just like, yeah. He just throws out semen, and then it takes him for a second where Zach is like, oh, who's that? And he's just like, like a like a merchant marine, and then he's like he sees Zach's little face and hears Aaron going like, uh. you can you could take the freeze frame of when he realized. what these adults were laughing at just pick just just screenshot that put it on r slash watch people die inside
3: he's like the interview is done because they can't stop laughing about semen and (laughs) and uh (laughs) see and uh fucking it cuts to lee and he goes where are you guys from yeah vegas
2: i mean true it's a desert they don't have, they don't got semen over there. Except
3: for the the funny
0: kind. <laughs>
3: you were just sitting here waiting for a semen, huh? Not what you're thinking. Oh, it gets me every
1: time.
2: Our next person that Zach f- foists himself upon. Is Sue Whelpie Well, Wilpy.
3: That that poor
2: fucking woman. Eric, you can't just that. That is the fucking phrase of this entire episode.
0: <laughs>
3: that poor fucking women. <laughs>
0: Those poor fucking women.
3: No, so like, she's at one point, she's talking to Zach and Zach's doing the whole like, so like, when we got some like phantom fetishists coming in here trying to bone some ghosts, like some freaks, (laughs) like some fucking freaks. Not
0: like me, but you know, you know.
3: Not like me, no, no. I'm trying to make love, okay? I'm not trying to fucking bone (laughs) or whatever. And she's like, tries to answer him and he won't let her answer. And that was the moment she uh, realized she was working the front desk at the Clown Motel because uh, trying to trying to and get a word in edgewise with Zach when he's horny and you're a woman, it's not gonna happen. Not possible. Honk, honk. It's not possible. She thought she had made it
2: up in the world, a nice, well-appointed, historically significant inn but she turned <laughs> away from the front desk and looked at herself in a mirror and saw the grease paint.
3: Slowly started putting red all the way around her mouth.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: she took two steps to the back and it just was,
0: hurk, hurk. why are my shoes no! squeaking?
2: <laughs> and my favorite part about that is He asks her the question, she tries to answer, she begins to turn into a clown because they cut to the only other person they talk to, Dan Grillo. Yeah, it's time to grill Grillo. His response to phantom fetishists is, you know, there's an old saying that for every item in the Sears catalog, somewhere, someone will want to have sex with it. And uh, Eric... I, I wasn't aware that that was a saying. <laughs> In fact,
3: I don't think it is. I think it may have been for a very short time before the internet, um, because when the internet came out, then it became, if it exists, there is porn of it. Yeah. But back then, all guys had was the Sears catalog. <laughs>
2: Listen, listen, man, I I get it, but just because Dan grew up jerking it to the bra section of the catalog doesn't mean that other people wanted to fuck a pair of binoculars or the Sears Best Automatic Dish Sterilizer, all right?
3: you You say that, but someone out there. someone out there does
2: someone out there popped the optics out of their binoculars and
3: just like absolutely (sighs) absolutely someone definitely fucked some binoculars someone fucked one of the binoculars and was like man I wish I could get a buddy to double team this because the the whole other binoc- I this just doesn't seem right.
2: Speaking of doing things with their buddies, Dan, former end guest, married. His experience was that at 2 a.m. in room 9, he felt an arm slip around his back, and his first thought apparently was like, wait, who is this? It can't be my loving
3: wife. <laughs> yeah, because she hasn't touched him like that in a long time so
2: he saw a clear impression in the bed next to him he said couldn't be from his fat body that had rolled at some point and it just kept his shape but whatever
3: it was after his wife had got up and walked away because of the noises he made when she just tried to to give him a snug <laughs>
2: she was waiting for him to go to sleep so she could blast her pussy with the fucking shower head <laughs> They've been waiting for this romantic (laughs) excursion. She was hoping he would last more than three minutes. He passes out immediately.
3: (laughs) She put her arm around him. She was like, wait a minute. I don't love this man. I,
2: I felt something and then I heard what sounded like a high frequency vibration and a high
0: pitched moan.
3: I did. I did notice where he says something that is maybe the saddest thing in this whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> Which was, uh, Zach was like, was it sexual or whatever? And like, he's like, no, I just felt wanted.
0: <sighs>
3: Dan. Oh, and like, damn, I was like, I've never, I I feel for this man so much right now. <laughs> to me, there's a there's this, this sadness that you feel
2: throughout this place. It sounds like maybe at one point, the wife and him had a fun little, uh, you know, little kinky side because Zach is like, hey, "What do you think you're gonna come back here again?" And you know, gets gets felt up more. And then Dan's like, "Hey, a matter of fact, we're coming back in a few weeks, maybe get a little menage a trois,
3: as it were." Oh, God, he he realized he realized what Zach wanted, and he's like, "Fine, fine, you can have it. I'm trying to fuck the ghosts with my wife."
2: Which is much to his detriment, because I feel like it's time for a little Bible study, Eric.
3: Oh, fantastic.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Did you just hear a voice? Oh my God.
2: In Dark World by Zach Bagans. Zach paints a very different historical revisionist version of this entire experience. Because would you say it's fair to characterize this whole thing that Zach is doing as making light of his attempt to get his dick grabbed by a ghost? Yeah. (laughs) There's no debate about that.
3: No, that's the whole fucking point of this episode.
2: But... In the section, starting on page 74, entitled Sad Spirits. Oh, God. First, he tries to set up Jerusha. (laughs) We all know that, quote-unquote, love is an impossibly difficult thing to find. (laughs) Imagine when Jerusha found her true love only to have him disappear after fingering her minge. (laughs) Those feelings and deep emotions were life-changing, and when that love does not return for you, there will be nothing left to do but to die from despair. Even in my favorite movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula.
3: <laughs> no!
2: Lost true love had the power to turn one into a vampire. Now that's my kind of love. Oh, God. God, I would joke here that Jerusha is my kind of spirit, and I was looking forward to meeting her. But her plight only raised sympathy in me. No. Mm Hmm. mm -hmm. Jerusha leads an eternal afterlife of loneliness that I would not wish on anyone. So I was very motivated to make contact and ease her suffering. With his dig. With his dick god dude he and he says of the touch a wave of pure ecstasy (laughs) hit me like snake venom what may sound like just a tap to you was a transference of incredible energy that you just have to feel to understand there's a scene in bram stoker's dracula (laughs) My favorite movie, where Keanu Reeves is being seduced in bed by several gorgeous, bloodthirsty, erotic vampires, and he can't do anything but sit there and be at the mercy of their trance. Dude, wow. This wasn't as extreme as that, but it made me feel almost the same. Wow. Now, if Jerusha had made herself visible and she looked like one of those vampires, I wouldn't be typing this right now. Catch my drift. What's the drift? What is his drift, Eric? (sighs) He'd be
3: fucking. He'd be too busy jerking it? He'd be too busy using his hands in ways that are unwelcome here and the hereafter. This is wild, isn't it? (laughs) This whole situation with this ghost is so ridiculous and tasteless. Can you imagine? We're taking this at face value she's she's real she's a real ghost she's really haunting this place Mm -hmm. and it's become a tourist destination where fucking fat old men go to fuck her yeah even though they know that the whole story is that she died of a broken heart and and they're like oh let's go if we can see if we can fucking fool her into thinking we're the semen yeah. and then uh she's gonna come over and jack us off yeah, boy.
2: it'll make us feel like we're in bram stoker's dracula and we're keanu reeves
3: talk about fucking hell
2: and speaking of ruining things poor dan you know he wanted to play along with zach and then zach prints this fucking book a couple years later <laughs> in the did you know blurb no. in this chapter <laughs> no. No. This is the most Republican Party level projection I've ever read in my fucking life. The first time I've ever witnessed a fetish up close and personal, the possibility of having sex with a ghost, I interviewed a big burly guy who talked about how much he enjoyed the feeling of when Jerusha put her arms around me in bed. And then he went on to say that his wife and he were booking the room again to possibly have a ghostly menage a trois. I laughed, but then the room got silent. He was serious. Wow. Um,
0: Dot,
3: dot, dot okay jesus christ sack slander jesus christ i know he's just
2: that level of projection to ruin this man's life he
3: begged this man to 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 come to those to that conclusion and like he led grillo into <laughs> that and yeah. then fucking threw him under the bus in print.
2: It's like a Fox News journalist like going up to a historian or some other intellectual and being like, um, excuse me, do you think that uh, the police are bad? And then the person's like, hmm, do I think the police are bad? And it just cuts. <laughs> Academic says the police are
0: bad. Like,
2: What the fuck, (laughs) Zach? This episode is such a fucking mind blinder and it's only getting started, cause now
1: we're in the skit. Oh my God. Late in the afternoon, before our lockdown, we decided to have some fun.
2: Lee tells them that in order to get into Jerusha's ghost puss, (laughs) Zach has to play the piano forte or write her some poetry.
1: We know he can play the piano. Do we? Roses, roses, blown in the spring of the year. In the spring of the year. What's up? up, What are you doing? (laughs) It's
2: again this meta-narrative of the show where they become self-aware where Nick and Aaron are like (laughs) pretending as though Zach is not mic'd up. He's like, what is this that we are hearing?
3: That certainly sounds like Zach playing the piano right now. We should go check it out with our cameras.
2: Wouldn't that be hilarious if it was Zach? We should go film it. (laughs) And they round the corner and Zach is like, Oh, no, that wasn't me. It was just the noise of this place. (laughs) It must have been music and singing of another person. (laughs)
3: You two are deeply mistaken. You are are in error, my friends. (laughs) You two are real dumb for thinking that, that I was the one doing that.
2: I am going to walk off camera outside for no purpose. And then they cut to him. Trying to write poetry.
1: You are like the sunshine of my eyes, cause when I look at you I'm surprised. Your smile glows like snow. That's so stupid, Zach. It's so stupid. Looks like he's reading poetry.
3: Your smile. Come on it. Dude, I I swear like I don't know why this whole self-awareness thing is so disturbing to me. <laughs> because then they're doing the whole thing where he's like he's like reciting poetry and the boys are chasing him around with cameras and then he slips on ice
2: <laughs> and biffs it super hard. That's the part that brings it back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity right there. That pratfall
3: seems planned as well.
2: Eric, Zach is in his mid 30s at this point we also know that zach does his own stunts joel bud if i took a a blow to my back like that right now i wouldn't be getting up for a while there is no way in hell he intentionally (laughs) fell on that ice they blocked the shot because he was going to come around the he was going to look at the cameras and be like Oh no, I'm shy. And then he ate it. <laughs> you know why this is this is my theory. This is why I know that it's real. Oh. And this is this is deeply uncomfortable for me. Mm. Because I got about two percent of respect for Billy Tully, the editor here. Because he edited this as I would. He you, he lets the scene play out normally. Zach eats it. He plays it back again so we can watch it. And then, right as Zach makes impact, <laughs> he uses the Ghost Adventures boom noise. And then he plays it in super slow mode so we can hear the.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, he, he did put in the. What was the. He was like on a certain word
0: Feather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Butterfly.
3: Dude, you all right? Oh, poetry. I mean, that was funny, but I, I will maintain, Joel. I'm sorry. I think this was set up. Because you can look around, there's only one patch of ice. <laughs> and it's right there. And he's just he just happens to be briskly walking by these two guys who are filming. And... Uh, no I think they were like hey you should slip on that ice I think that he hurt himself more than he wanted to but I think it was planned
2: I want that to be the reality because I am deeply uncomfortable with this odd camaraderie I now feel with Billy Tully this butthole mouth pudding person (laughs) (laughs) like I'm not comfortable with the fact that my brain was like respect Billy Ooh. do we know that billy is editing all of this at this point of course he's there he is their pig now aaron is, has moved their- up to the point he is a pig <laughs> on two legs billy continues to root around in the rubbish for truffles uh, that zach drops for him
3: Paranormal Investigations, a Mysterious phenomenon Squad,
2: And then we get to the most uncomfortable, I I think probably (laughs) what goes down in history as the most uncomfortable segment of Ghost Adventures. It's on the mountain, top five worst things ever happened on this show. It's
3: definitely up there. It's way up there. Zach's like, hey, how do we end this skit? Zach, you should probably try to get some pussy right now. And he's like, this place is only full of old women, which means I've got this down. (laughs) And he just goes and tries to hit on every old woman in the Longfellow Inn, and it's so bad.
1: I thought maybe we'd walk around and I could, you know, try my skills, try and hone in on them, practice up, see if I can hit on some of the ladies here. Hey, they hit on you here. Twas the thistle through the gleaming moonlight to where your hair shone like diamonds through the night. It was the one that got away that only made my heart grow fonder. For I shall weep for your return until our midsummer's night. It was one night where you took my hand where you came down the stairs, and it was a man.
2: Before, in the dinner scene, which was established with extras, it's fine for him to raise his glass and to say that he is gonna crush Ghost Puss.
3: (laughs) Yeah, everyone's paid, (laughs) everyone's paid, probably deal with that NDA. He's got, got some NDAs. Zach might touch you yeah. in very inappropriate ways. He might get possessed and attack you.
2: It's the Billy Tully clause and all yes, the contracts Yes, the Billy working. clause. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, unlike that, these are just guests. And like the first woman is so nice. She's like, oh,
3: I love you. I love your show.
2: We were just watching it last night, but Zach is on a quest to make things the most uncomfortable for everyone involved. So he, like, long holds her hand and he says, I love you too.
3: Dude, well, it gets worse because then he holds her. He keeps holding her hand and he looks at the camera and he's like, huh, they hit on you here. And she is not smiling. No. She's just standing there, like, uh,. What did I just get myself into? She's looking off camera and be like, Harold, Harold. This cannot be the Zachary Baggins of television. This cannot be him. We saved up two years
2: worth of salary for this romantic (laughs) getaway and already I am as dry as the Sahara because of you, young lad. (laughs) Oh, man. And then he chases this woman. Are we going to forget about the fact that Zach went up to a trapped woman on her job
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the person contractually obligated to smile oh, at the customers man
3: i mean it's probably not the worst thing that's been said to her it, that day even <laughs> yeah she at least can expect this kind of weird treatment uh working yeah, at an inn
2: that caters exclusively to weird horny old men who want to fuck a ghost these people are turning this into the clown motel she is another employee <laughs>
3: who had no idea that morning she'd be working the front desk at the clown motel <laughs> the gift shop at the clown
2: motel oh man her hair goes up in green tufts
0: <laughs> no
3: <laughs> oh no and then but this is when Zach decides to to make chase oh, this and is... and recite poetry at an innocent woman oh my god as she actually runs away from him yeah i don't know what the fuck is happening at this point because this whole episode has been so meta and so self-aware and and so self-referential that i don't know if any of this is real. This part, I'm pretty sure is, and Zach just
2: thinks he can get away with treating women like this. Like she seems like a guest that Jess walked in and then cameras are in her face and some goth bro is like vampire (laughs) hand stretching (laughs) out to her. (laughs) Rose by any other name.
3: Ah, uh, the thorns, they rip my skin, but what ecstasy, oh! And she, she fucking goes. She's
2: upstairs, she, yeah. and he keeps she runs. creeping at a 50s vampire movie pace until <laughs> what looks like her husband mean-mugs him at the top of the
3: stairs. Yeah. yeah, her husband comes around the corner just like, who, you're being chased? Not the plan. <laughs> Not
0: the plan.
1: <laughs> This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. I brought my Vegas charm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, turns to the, the guy who's going to lock him in. He's like, he's like, what do you think? Am I going to get laid? And the guy's like, I don't know. Good luck. And Zach uh, says, my new favorite oxymoron, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my Vegas charm. <laughs>
2: yeah cause that's what's gonna get
3: Jerusha right I'll do some card tricks and then get mad <laughs> when she doesn't tip me I'll stand with my arms
2: outstretched <laughs> and from a certain angle with oh, one foot next to the other it will look <laughs> as though I'm levitating
3: dude did you see okay there is one thing we did miss at the very beginning when mm. Zach lays down on the bed And he does full crucifix pose? Yeah. Like, okay, we do know how he sleeps, which is shirtless with his arm hanging off the bed. Across diagonal. Fuck fuck boy. (laughs) Yeah, fuck boy. Diagonal fuck boy. Now he sleeps on his back, full crucifix pose, taking up all the bed. The Bible
2: has shown us the light (laughs) and the way through the words of the prophet himself uh yeah praise be to the bagans he says bram stoker's dracula is his favorite movie he wants to be keanu reeves spread eagle in that bed with three (laughs) vampire women all up on him
1: is this your bed is this where you sleep? Zach
2: goes through his drawers of toys that he's bringing to the, maximize the sensual ghost experience as they're going through their arsenal. They show that Billy Tolly appropriately <laughs> is in a van outside
3: <laughs> oh, watching and the, listening on hidden cock, devices. He's in the cock van. He's it's the- so funny. like uh, they're like, they're like, no, dude, like we gotta we gotta make sure. This ghost is ready to fuck, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron is enough to scare her off, okay? We need to make sure Billy is as far away <laughs> from this place as possible if we're going to have to have a lady be sexy.
2: Yeah. And he's just in there with his multi-camera feed and his listening devices like the fucking gross pudding person
3: pervert that oh, he's is. Dude, it's so funny. And while we're locked down
1: just outside in this van is our audio video tech Billy Tolly.
3: What do you think Billy did that made them decide it was so necessary to lock him in a van? I don't know. Like what? Like what happened between him being put right in the middle of the action at Bonnie <laughs> Springs and now being forced to sit in a van off site? I think
2: I think uh, holding a hug from Zach a bit too long.
3: <laughs> like it's
2: one of those ones they go in for a bro grab, but like Billy just kind of puts his head into the nape of Zach's neck, and Zach's like, "Oh,
3: <laughs> okay." Uh-huh he just got in there and he just went, oh, <laughs> I, I
2: love the also the fact that Billy's in the van. Like I was like looking at him. I wanted to get mad at his gloves and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, they put him in a van in the middle of the Dude. Massachusetts winter <laughs> in February.
3: <laughs> On a seaside amazing, town. Amazing. Fucking dude. 10 degrees outside. And and of course, he's still got his goddamn fucking mohawk. All, all spiked up. He can't wear a fucking hat. No. And stay warm because it's his brand. <laughs>
2: I love, I love the thought of him I love the thought of him just like the last thing he utters pimps and they come to him in the morning they've done their like, they've done their interviews and like Zach goes back to the room and they're like, are we forgetting something?
3: Oh my God.
2: It cuts to like the final scene of The Shining into the inside of the van.
3: <laughs> when uh, when it, when Bruce Willis opens his fridge and the fucking, <laughs> the fucking guys are all in there frozen to death and they, and they reach over and they, they just touch his mohawk and it just goes, tink, it breaks <laughs> off
0: in his hand.
2: <laughs> he accidentally pushes Billy over and he falls over and he shatters in a thousand pieces.
0: <laughs> Sir, are you classified as human? Uh, negative. I am a meat popsicle.
2: He says he can't move and he asks if she heard the music that he played earlier and Then he gets an EVP saying he's feeling something on his hands that says they look strong (laughs) Which yeah, we hear what we want, don't we? Oh
3: my god, cuz I certainly didn't hear that No, (laughs) I did that's it was not a very clear EVP
2: again Zach's energy, he throws out, I'm your lost love. Oh my god! (laughs) Which you just said, Vegas charm, not English semen. And he throws the commercial (laughs) by saying, If she wants love, I'll give it to her. This is a porno. Yes. This is the setup for a porno. Yes. Hello? Knock, knock. He comes in with roses. Hello, it is I. Your lost love, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow.
3: <laughs> oh, from Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> I have explored the desert and the sea only to return to you. If you want love, I'll give it to you. I am a very long fellow. There's a reason for my name.
0: Got a box of chocolates from a Lady Ghost. Since I'm in here, might as well get comfortable
3: can we talk about how how they keep cutting they keep cutting to billy in the van over and over and, and like every time he's just like he's he's freezing and he's just like Licking his lips and looking at videos of Zach Pagan's, and he's like, "Oh, mm, Zachary, my lord, (laughs) yes,
2: I love to watch you move through the halls with such grace and efficiency."
3: Straight up, like if if this is a porno, there's elements of creepy voyeurism. Because goddamn fucking Billy is <laughs> such a creeper. Of
2: course Aaron Goodwin cannot <laughs> hold a candle to you, <laughs> my lord.
3: <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you ima- I they really they really missed a great opportunity and didn't mic him because if they had, you would have had a great audio of him just going. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm surprised in the scene where aaron suggests that he feels something on his leg we didn't just hear from outside like a door slam and just like and the door the door <laughs> smashes open and billy just leaps on the bed and just starts beating him no
0: it's for our lord it's not for you <laughs> it's not for you please don't hurt me i'm not here to be hurt
3: There's a very funny moment here where Zach, he's describing the full-spectrum camera. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's not as crisp as a single-spectrum camera. And it cuts to the lowest-quality potato fucking image.
2: That they are obsessed with.
3: It is the worst. These are the lowest. This is like when webcams first came out and they were only in black and white.
2: You could clearly see the outline of a woman in a flowing dress. It's like, bitch, I could clearly see light (sighs) distortion pixels. I
3: can't can't even tell if that's a bed.
2: Well, and speaking of unconvincing, (laughs) they finally go to rooms number nine and 10. And just as Aaron is complaining about how there's no action, nothing's happening zach has put the spooky speaking spell on the bed and it mm. says according to him gentle lay
3: Ooh, hey. <laughs> you don't always have to fuck her hard <laughs> in fact
2: sometimes that's not right to do sometimes, sometimes you, you gotta, gotta to make some love, love. And fucking, fucking give her some, some, smooches some smooches too. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to squeeze. Anyways, did you hear gentle? Because that's not what I heard. Oh. And this is a slight fedora tip.
0: Oh. oh.
2: The fedora <laughs> is on my head because <laughs> Zach is clearly trying to suggest what the words say to fit his narrative of wanting to get his dick wet.
3: What? Joel, he'd never do that. He'd never switch things around to fit his
2: narrative. Eric, my three-sectional staff has whipped out (laughs) and I have smacked down on both of his shoulders to drop him to his knees in front of me. Because that said, clear as day, As clear as a spooky speaking spell can get, cuddle. Really? Listen to it again. Go to the tape. Cuddle? Yeah, which changes the entire dynamic because we know that Zach Bagans wants to get his dick wet, which a gentle lay implies a slow, tenacious D style (laughs) fucking. But cuddle lay just means she wants you to lay down and give her a little snug.
3: I feel like if it said cuddle lay, they would have stuck with that because that matches the story from Gorilla.
2: Eric, we are building up between us what will eventually be one of the greatest anime portrayals <laughs> of all time. <laughs> because this is yet again, my three-sectional staffs were about to hit Zach Bagans and you threw... Shuriken! Yeah, you throw a shuriken <laughs> into
3: one of them and just knocks it and I'm like, oh. Huh? And you look and I'm pointing at you.
0: Brother, what are you doing? I'm taking down our mortal enemy. I'm sorry.
3: Not so fast. <laughs> you don't have all the facts.
0: You're being. sued,
3: <laughs> 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 Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa.
1: Yadon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well
2: speaking of uh tsundere tyrants or oh. well actually whatever the opposite of uh tsundere is, Zach asks what's gonna happen if he lays down and it says he's gonna get a little tickle. Mm.
3: <laughs> tickle let get tickle. Oh man. That's not what Zack wants. I think Zack he lit
2: up. At Tickle. Gentle fucking Tickle. I think we're learning something about what kind of touch Zach likes.
3: Yet again, Joel, I will ask you, you still have not watched the documentary Tickled. <laughs> I have not. <gasps> and, and I swear it might be something he'd be into. If I lay down, what are you going to
1: do to me? Tickle.
2: And this is, again, an interesting, spooky-speaking spell session. They've either gotten better at programming it to say what they want, or it's turning out to be a decent piece of paranormal equipment.
3: Yeah, it's it's getting some good ones. He
2: asked what happens if Nick would lay down, and it says,
3: Affair.
2: <laughs> and then, again, we hear a door slam and steps. And Nick's wife appears. with three. Three children in her arms, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what's what's her fucking name? Three children in her arms. Vulvia or something like <laughs> I forgot.
3: Uh, Vulvia.
2: <laughs> Vulvia Graf.
3: Oh, my God. Horrible. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a much worse name than Jerusha know this one because i got
1: game (laughs) he's the married one
2: they finally split up they send nick out to take uh pictures and that goes nowhere but nick is just like yeah i actually got game i have
3: a wife so fuck you and then cuts to the least game yet again billy in the cuck van (laughs) such beautiful juxtaposition
2: but then it cuts to the second least game the still recently divorced Aaron Goodwin. Oh. So what a slap in the face of our poor boy, Nick, being like, yeah, guess what? I got a wife. Fuck you. Hey, Aaron, where's your wife, bitch?
3: That wasn't cool, cool. Well, you know that Aaron is going all out. You know it's real when he's willing to remove the Vest of Many Pockets.
2: He does a little strip tease. Ooh, they put the sexy mm-hmm. public domain porno music.
3: You know, he's he actually cares about Jerusha because I don't think the Vest of Many Pockets came off during sex for his last marriage even once. No, no I think that might never. be what what ended it.
2: Aaron, I know that you feel like you need to carbo-load on those nuts, but every time you're chomping mid-thrust, you're getting almond dust on me. <laughs> It's just so healthy. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to keep my carbs up. I got a carbo load.
2: The funny thing is about this is that we have two very different approaches to try and get a ghost to suck their dick.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It should be noted hilariously and not unexpectedly that Zach Bagans, after all of the interviews, none of it registered with him he did not care about what jerusha actually likes because at no point during this lockdown he did he read poetry or like bust out a bluetooth speaker or a tiny little CD player and play piano music like they've done in the past people literally spent all day telling her, telling him she likes poetry she likes piano she likes poetry she likes piano and then Zach is just like come touch my dick that's it
3: <laughs> yeah well Aaron attempts some poetry and it is <laughs> boy that's some good shit
1: would you like me to tell you a poem or something roses are red Violets are blue. Why don't you come over here and lay next to me? <laughs> it's a poem. Made it up.
3: I don't love that.
2: Man. Aaron, when he actually tries to turn on the charm, he plays the sad boy card. Oh,
3: yeah, he does. He's talking
2: about his many broken hearts, and he just and he says how women, you women,
0: you can be evil. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh so sweet boy
2: (laughs) you can see like the fingerless gloves appearing on his hand and the fedora being tipped over his brow as he's just like yeah women break your hearts are pretty evil turns out nice guys finish last (sighs) single rose up to his lips he kisses it and a single tear drops on the petal and falls to the ground
3: and Jerusha, she, how could she say no?
2: She gives him some gentle pats on his legs. Like,
3: He's <laughs> yeah, like, okay, buddy. They're,
2: they're there.
3: I hope you find a ghost to fuck somewhere else.
2: I died at 45. You can make it a few more years. You can, good, good luck, all right? There's a lot of lonely people out there, all right? Oh, God. Aaron, showing himself a little bit problematic, with his past relationships to women before Jerusha touches him, he's like he's a bee's getting fed up. he's like, you know, I'm here. I'm offering myself I brought you chocolates and I'm not getting anything oh
3: yeah but <laughs> but yeah, is...
2: not transactional. that's not cool. oh my I understand God. you're from I know you're from Vegas where you can pay for it
3: ooh. He's up against Zach Fagans. He knows that he is leagues behind. Yeah. And and he's and he's getting frustrated, but it's no yeah. excuse for trying to coerce a ghost either through sympathy
2: or through
3: chocolates he tries all angles
2: so meanwhile as aaron is uh writing in his on his blog about how women aren't are only going after sigma males and that he was just born (laughs) a beta male zach really uh sets the mood does he use poetry no does he do a piano thing no he brings out the fucking spirit box to really get the fluids flowing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> which which is exactly the sound you'd hear uh, if if Billy had been miked. <laughs> because he is furiously masturbating at this point, just <laughs> just watching this scene of Zack, and he's like, oh, jeez, mm, disrobe, disrobe, <laughs> please, just disrobe a little bit, you're warm in there, isn't it just too warm?
2: I think Billy, in the throes of passion, probably... If you like did an audio file side to side it would sound exactly like a turtle fucking if you sped up the turtle fucking <laughs> This is it. This is this is the episode we're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah. This is where people oh drop God. off. There's yeah, going to be sir, a stark yeah, goodbye, Sweden.
3: Yeah, great way to start, Sweden. start a new season. Yeah, we're going to start a new season with just the most grotesque <laughs> episode we can fucking shit out. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> people are going to be discovering this. Oh, I've heard about this. Come fight me in the dark. What a great website that they have.
3: How fun. Click. Oh,
2: the most recent episode. <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> well <sighs> so you know fucking zach zach's claims they hear two voices one male one female on the spooky speaking and are sp- they uh, the spirit box
3: which uh yeah duh jerusha's definitely brought a guy with her at this point because fucking she's not down she's not interested this is a classic move.
2: There's a there's a nice old gentleman ghost who passed there. Jerusha was like, uh, Hey, <laughs> Hey, a Feather Featherington Cockswallow the Third. Could you come with me? This guy is just in my room. Featherington Cockswallow the Third is like,
0: <laughs> I dare say, yeah, some balderdash. Not on my watch. I did hear that some people from Las Vegas were here. A horrible town, of <laughs> <laughs> I believe they call it Sin City, my dear. You want to stay away. Stand clear of those gentlemen, either. This young man is standing erect.
2: Zach says they can't decipher almost any of the words that are being said because we now know it's a blustery British gentleman.
0: wrong lady you must go and i will deal with this rascallion
2: and that that was the only women voice that she's just like yes Uh, thank you yeah
0: yeah. yeah, she's like
2: Mm. "Mm."
3: yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you
2: and then the only male voice they get on the evp is a
0: voice going let me tell you something sir let me tell you about how you should be treating these (laughs) women it is improper to do what you're doing. Laying in a woman's bed? And I will give you a stern tapping. A rap, tap, tap on your leg, young sir.
2: The, the emotional flood that Zach Bagans felt through the tapping on his leg was an old British, you know, me like, now, now see, here. see, are here, you see listen, here.
0: Are you listening to me? math? Are you listening? Let me tell you something, sir. You get out of this bed right now. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, tap, tap. And Zag was like, uh,
3: Jerusha, yes. Mm, that is very good. You are doing a very good thing for me. Yes. Please tap higher.
0: Continue tapping. Dare I say? Dare I say? I've, never been, I've never heard such balderdash in my life. <laughs> Oh, such disrespect. Drew you can come stay in my wing. I'll pour you a cup of tea until these rapscallions acquit your place. I'm
1: ready to get out
0: of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm, f- out. I'm out. I'm out.
2: Good idea. Great idea. And you know what? Boom. They have the weirdest exit <laughs> interview ever.
3: <laughs> it's so weird. Dude, and then there's like... This weird semi-skit at the end, like a porn skit. Mm -hmm. They're doing the whole breakdown where Zach's like, I almost fucked. Dude, you guys, you don't get it. Like, I was this close, and I wanted more. I wanted to get in there. And he's like, guess what? I'm going in there with no cameras, and this time I'm getting it. I'm getting
2: laid. We just know that that means he's going up there to furiously masturbate.
3: God. <laughs> I think he's just, he's, oh God. But you know, you know. There's still a running X camera, and that's running right back to the cuck van. <laughs> and he is well and truly being watched. They
2: picked them all up except for Billy's still in the van. There's one in the vent. You just see above Zach, this is a red light. <gasps> ah, what is this? Uh, an X cam
3: continues to film well. A, a private show just for Billy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I couldn't hurt him. Anything by just turning it on for a moment. I. Uh, wh- what is this? Zachary? Uh, my slippery butterfingers. Oops, I've pressed
0: record. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Ah! Going into the private stock, it seems. Ha! <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: meanwhile, (laughs) that room is getting coated in ectoplasm.
1: This is a point where I just, I don't know, man, if we're going too far to do this.
2: Zach wakes up the next morning. He sets up a romantic shot by a window and he pulls out a fucking quill. (laughs) A feather quill. (laughs) A feather quill.
0: (laughs) To write
3: a note about what happened that night. But he's gonna hide it with the rest of the notes. So you have to go and find it yourself.
2: And Eric, do you know what that note says?
3: I think it's uh, not Written, it is a drawing, a crude <laughs> drawing of Jerusha naked, a stick figure a s- with, boobs. <laughs> with boobs, and, and a V says, going up. And it says Zach. was here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a stick figure of boobs, and then one of the hands of the stick figure is touching a like incongruously well <laughs> <I get it. laughs> rendered penis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's just one word written, and it's written really scratched, and it just says sex and the E is backwards.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll never know because somebody stole the
3: note. Oh my god.
2: People have been trying to track down the Zach note for years, which means (laughs) either he only did it for the, the last shot because he was using the feather quill and it doesn't work. Or <laughs> shit, we know what happened to that note. <laughs>
3: Billy, Billy, <Tully laughs> Billy snuck in. Billy fucking rolled that thing up and slid it right up his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> No one will ever know your secrets, my lord. They're safe with me.
2: (laughs) I will read this to myself every night before I go to sleep upon the body pillow of you that I've crafted by hand. Ah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Well, fucking Eric, what did you think of this experience that we just talked about?
3: dude uh this is like this is the swap of how we felt about conjuring kesha oh yeah i was very confused about this episode and i uh i'm really not on board with these boys being so self-aware the internet was a mistake the internet shouldn't (laughs) have happened the internet ruined it They should have never known what we all thought.
2: (laughs) They should have never known what joy their unfiltered stupidity brought the world. And now the subjects of the zoo have realized.
3: <laughs> God, yes. Truman knows it's a show. And you know what?
2: I am on the opposite side. Maybe it's because I'm coming off of Conjuring Kesha and like Zach Bagans never looked at the camera and was just slow blinked with his mouth open, <laughs> just like, ah. But ah. it did make me feel off kilter. Like, I, fuck me forever, Mooches and Warlocks. I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't listen to me about what's stupid. Or what's not? Because Zach Bagans giggled for like thirty minutes about the word semen. So, <laughs> yeah. Post satire, post reality, it's over. Dude, it's dead. Dude,
3: It is no reality is dead.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? The one thing that isn't dead yet—that's Zach. <laughs> Zach Bagans.
3: Oh well, we're done with him.
2: This that was coming on a little strong. But we are challenge- <laughs> We are not saying that this podcast is in any way, shape, or form a threat to Zach Bagan's life, but we are challenging him to a fight in the dark now.
0: That was great,
3: Joel. It was bad. That was a solid intro to season five. <laughs> <laughs> Come fight us in the dark.
2: <laughs> Come fight us in the dark with limited liability.
3: <laughs> this is very
1: dangerous, guys. It's like we're going into the attack i'll be ready to perform an exorcism show me your power you guys are playing with fire
2: we have unlocked through the words of zach Vegas and his actions such an easy way to ruin his entire existence without violence mm. we make a trap of his own design we say Listen, Zach, we're amateur ghost hunters. We stayed at the Longfellow Swallows Inn or whatever the fuck it's called. And we in room 109 got this EVP and it's a woman (laughs) saying, Zach, come back. Easy to fake. (laughs) We get Zach to go back there. We've booked the room for him. It's all set up and done. It's no camera crew. Zach is just there to get his dick wet again. Mm hmm. We wait until he's nice and lulled to sleep. And oh, what what does he feel? A little tickle. A little (laughs) sensual tickle. Feather light brushing his body, giving him the goose pimples. And oh, does he stir from his slumber, feeling the emotional connection, the electric lust from the spirit that he has pined for. And he opens his eyes and I am standing at the foot of the bed in a 12-foot-tall goat demon costume with a giant horse dick, and I know that Zack's internal shame about getting the incubus wrong (laughs) and feeling this strong sense of connection, I think Zack's mind will just break. You
3: know what, Joel? That's true, but... I think what it takes to get Zach to actually become truly embarrassed mm-hmm. is exposure. Oh. The one thing your challenge is missing is people seeing what's <laughs> happening. So to further <laughs> your challenge oh boy um i will be setting up a ton of x cameras we're going big brother style oh yeah (laughs) behind every mirror uh every every lamp has a mic we're fully documenting this whole situation (laughs) and not only is billy watching but aaron is watching nick is watching and it's being broadcast to the world as the new v- Valentine's special where we get to see Zach actually fuck a ghost. <laughs> but what he doesn't know is that it's Zach getting fucked by a ghost. Oh, no. And that's Joel Kleinberger <laughs> in a 12 and a half foot. The hat goat 12. demon <laughs> with a large penis. And it's hosted by Billy. <laughs> that
2: because of course we get Billy on our side. We tell this is the most romantic thing that Billy has ever experienced. This is the this is he knows his lord would want this. <laughs> and of course Billy sets up a thousand X yeah. cameras. Because he wants the experience, and he realizes in the last moment his pudding mouth drops agape as much as he can in horror. It's like about a quarter size.
0: <laughs>
2: as he realizes that he's been a party to the destruction and embarrassment of the one person he worships the most,
3: and then Zach Bagans looks at the camera. And it's like Billy. <laughs> and that's when I'm there, when when Billy attempts to pull the plugs. No, no, not like this. No, not like this. And that's when I'm there, and I take him aside and I pull him to the corner I say, "No, Billy, you're gonna watch." <laughs> I hold him by the by the mohawk, just both both my hands flat, and
2: simultaneously, Zach and Billy put their hands on their cheeks and do the
3: home alone <laughs> scream. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you can do
1: is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not gonna make me scream like a little
2: girl. Dance floor is sure, doors, show yourself. Witches of warlocks,
3: those who are here, thank you so much for listening. I cannot believe people have followed this shit. All the way to season five. Shout out to fucking Australia.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Big shout big out to shout fucking out to Chris. Chris in Australia. I can't From believe down under. We've reached all the way that far. Jesus, which is
2: Warlocks, Thank you so much. Join us next time for what sounds like one hell of a time. It's a two part lockdown in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh shit, it's the home (laughs) of witchcraft. They're going
3: (laughs) to the witch house. Oh, no. I hope all those boys eat the moldiest bread and trip the hardest they've ever tripped.
2: (laughs) I'm sure Zach is going to be really problematic in this episode, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Witches of Warlocks, Air Coop, Nagel.
3: (laughs) I love you all. Hey, happy Valentine's Day two weeks ago as of this coming out. Yeah.
2: Hey, it counts. It just didn't work with the release schedule. You know, hey, we did Demon House. That threw everything off by by one release schedule. So that's our fault.
3: It's my fault. Is it? Yeah. Remember, because I watched the wrong episode. <laughs> Oh, shit. Blame Eric for getting us
2: unstuck from time. It's
3: okay. I'm the anti-Angie Joe. I'm trying to fix the timeline, Joel. I'm trying to fix it with hugs. I'm trying to hug the timeline back together. Hugs and drugs, baby. Speaking of
2: drugs, I've been sitting in chairs all day and my back is wrecked. I'm going to go smoke a joint and lay down. Ooh, that sounds so good. I love you, buddy. I think I might do the same. Hey, I love you too, man. And then so I'm gonna stop and say goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our Continued Paranormal Challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeintedark at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night.